And what really upsets me, I ha- and I hate it from both sides, uh, from the left and the right, is that they don't want to engage in a, co- in a proper conversation with anybody mm. that has a different view or questions anything. But yeah. these are the same people that will stand on a platform or will post stuff on social media and they'll criticise religion and religious people for following a doctrine and for being told what to believe and what to... How is that any different yeah. from what you are doing? Why can I not be a liberal person who is open and loves and embraces everybody yeah. but still have some core conservative values? Because I do. It's very... And I'm not going to be ashamed about that. So, but... but the woke police, yeah. for, for want of a better term, can make you feel bad for things like that. And that's what I don't like about the social media. Now, tuned in to the conversation. For her, by her. This episode was recorded in the pod at White City Place. Welcome back to the Conversation Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We have a jam-packed episode today. Um, we're going to be talking all things to do with wokeness. Um, things to do with how to use it in our vernacular, uh, how we apply it to our culture, particularly social media. Um, So we are calling this episode The Woke Police. And we have two of our regulars on the podcast today and also a very special guest. So Maya, do you want to introduce yourself first? Sure. Um, Hello, everyone. My name is Maya. I am co-founder of a female empowerment group, Boss Girl Collective. We host brunches. Co-founder of Boss Your Body Events. We're doing a retreat next month. If anyone wants to come, there's two spaces left. And I also have my own podcast, which is the Tried It podcast. And my day job is a pre and postnatal personal trainer. Cool. Hi, guys. Cheryl Fergus-Ferrell here. A presenter, accountant from Croydon, social activist, um, and one of the regulars on the Conversation podcast. So I'm looking forward to getting stuck in. Hi, Josephine here. Um, I was a newbie not long ago, um, but this is probably my third show. Um, I'm trained to be a therapist and day job I work in resourcing. Cool. And I'm Annie. I'm a healthcare journalist at the moment. I'm a lover of all things food and also a regular on this podcast. So let's get stuck in. So the first question I want to ask, um, I don't know if it's kind of a very hard question to start off the conversation, but I'm just going to ask it anyway. How would you guys define a woke person? Do you, What would you say is someone who is woke? Um, <laughs> woke. 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 Yeah. Um, I guess in the context of, of purely from seeing it on social media and how people talk about it, I would say wokeness is... If somebody's described as woke, I would say that they're very... Acutely aware of the political um, uh, culture, the political sentiment, the feel of the time. So Mm. people, woke people tend to be, not always, but tend to be um, maybe in the slightly younger to middle age categories. Um, They tend to be more of the liberal mindset um, and... I guess there's a little bit of maybe anti-establishment about them as well. Mm, they yeah. think that we're being controlled or we're being dominated by the the elite classes or the or the bigoted people or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, I think that's kind of what I would describe 
mm. woke as I would I would definitely tend to agree with that um, another thing I would say is just general open mindedness mm. I think you can't truly be woke unless you are willing to be corrected and you're willing to understand that you don't have all the answers I think by definition of being woke you can't think that you know everything yeah. you've got to know that you don't yeah. know everything and people who aren't like that yeah. aren't woke yeah. <laughs> Because well, we're not born woke, no, are we? Definitely. You know, it's it's a, it's a learning yeah. curve, isn't it? You get it? to that point, very yeah. much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And I would agree with you saying that it would be a slightly younger generation, yes. only because there are less constraints on us. Yes. So we are allowed to think in that way. I think a lot of barriers Whereas, have been broken for us yeah. so that we can have the luxury of being The woke. older generation have very traditional views on things, and a lot mm. of them shaped by sometimes culture and also religion and things like that. Or just whatever the status quo was. Mm. Whereas, you know, obviously mm. for us it's a little bit different. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with anything that's been said. I think one thing I'd say, I think a little bit of intimidation comes with the word woke. Um, I think there's an idea that you have to be kind of really on it, really know your politics, really yeah. know your kind of social awareness. I personally wouldn't describe myself as woke per se, but I would say I'm socially aware. I would say I'm politically aware. Mm. I, I struggle with the word I yeah. think it's yeah. kind of a label that's kind of maybe attributed more to kind of, you know, really kind of on it mentally. Or militant. Yeah. That's what I think. When I, I say woke, it's like militant almost, I think. And, yeah. and I think you can be socially aware and not necessarily have that label. Mm. Oh. So I don't I feel like, well, obviously, maybe it might be an age thing as well, but I don't feel like woke has those negative connotations towards like militancy and stuff i think, think that so? it's like woke is like the baby version of militancy i yeah. feel like if you were classed as militant that's completely different to woke woke can, can is so generally used now yeah. it can literally be somebody who doesn't drink dairy is woke do you know what I mean? And that isn't necessarily... I wouldn't of, define it as no, that. No, I think that's personally. too broad a spectrum uh, That's there. how I've seen it being Is used. It? Yeah, really? literally that huh. level. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I know. But why does there need to be a label, though? I know. Can why you not just, just be... be aware? Like, why would... If I met someone that described themselves as woke... I'd find that a bit interesting that you yeah, would Yeah, I don't use think it should term. be self-proclaimed at no. all. But I don't know if a label's needed at all. Introduce yourself as woke. I don't know if a label's needed at all. Yeah. Can you not just be aware? Yeah. yeah. Why can't you just be aware as mm. opposed to... Because the only reason I say militant is because sometimes I feel like it, it almost goes a little bit too far. I don't know if any of you have seen... Um, I follow BBC Comedy, and there's a little comedy video. It's only about a minute long. And it's a group of people in their sort of, I guess, late teens, early to mid-twenties, and they're all quote-unquote woke and talking about... A lady mentions a topic, and then they go off topic, and every single thing that's mentioned, they go to the extreme of it. And I think the lady ends up saying something like, look, by the time you get into your mid-30s, you'll all be right-wing nutters anyway, or, or something along those lines. <laughs> and it, it just made me laugh, because you can be woke about one thing, mm. but then if you have an opinion uh, about something else, sometimes you're kind of knocked down for that and you think oh well I thought she was woke you're woke about this yeah. but mm. you've also got this yeah and I think, I'm sure that'll come yeah. up in another question <laughs> so I, I'll, I'll leave that there well but. it's interesting you say that because I think that's kind of what we expect from social media activists isn't yes. it you know um so I guess my next question would be what 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 do we as as you know the general public expect from social media activists they proclaim themselves as these woke people who mm. are fighting for whatever injustice they're fighting for. So uh, what what can we personally expect from them? Well, yeah. I don't expect anything from social media activists, if I'm, if I'm honest. I, you know, I struggle sometimes with that impression that, you know, social media, there's these activists kind of speaking for us. I think mm. I can make my own 
opinions. I can kind of, you know, read the news or, or read articles and kind of make my own assumptions. Like I don't need mm. a kind of, you know, social activist model out there mm. kind of speaking on behalf yeah. of like body image and and things that I'm, yeah, I just, I kind of, I can't reconcile. Yeah. Like there's some kind of models or, you know, people out there and I can't really reconcile what they're saying with, with the industry that they yeah. Exist within, yeah, mm. it just doesn't quite flow. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people um, see social media activists as a kind of a spokesperson, um, you know, for their community. So, yeah. you know, um, whereas you may not see that, I know that there are particularly people who are maybe younger than me who, yes, who the younger look ones up, who yeah. look up to, you know, Monroe Bergdorf or you know whoever yeah. mm-hmm. um, activist there there is on Instagram or whatever, you know, so. How, but how? I think there's a place. How can we pe- really uh, rely on? Okay, so on I, that? I think there is a place for people for these social media spokespeople. Um, but where I think um, we fall down sometimes, I mean, we're all human at the end of the day. And um, like Josephine was saying, you know, you want to kind of make up your own mind and 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 look at different articles and things like that Mm. and I'm with you I'm very factual based I will look I consider myself to be quite a a liberal person I mean if we have to use that term woke I would say I'm relatively woke I'm quite liberal side and politically wise but I also follow quite conservative pundits and 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 I watch their videos and Mm. I I, I follow everyone because I want to see the full picture Mm. yeah I think the problem that we've got now in a lot of cases is that especially on social media because of the way that the algorithms work Mm -hmm. if I'm clicking on something that I'm interested in and it happens to have been published by the left bible yeah all of a sudden I'm going to start getting loads of other Mm. videos from the left bible or from this person or that person or Mm. whatever and I'm not seeing anything from the, the quote-unquote the right yeah. and it's very easy for you to get absorbed and 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 almost brainwashed yeah. into into an ideology or into things that come from people who that their, their, their worldview suits yours mm. but it only suits yours in so much as you're absorbing like a sponge what they're telling you yeah mm. okay. so sometimes you've got to be a bit careful because <laughs> people do have agendas yeah you've got to look at different things for balance I have very, um, very views on this. So I should probably <laughs> say <laughs> I am, I've just turned 23, so I'm slightly younger and I would class myself as the generation who are the endorsers of these social media activists. Yeah. yeah. And the reason that is, is because social media has given such an avenue to us Mm. or to anyone creative that didn't want to go down the academic route. It's provided a whole home and a host of um, opportunities for us. So we have literally ran with that, basically. That's happened a lot. People have just run with this opportunity and they've done anything they can to stand out. But nobody has been asked for credentials because this is a Mm. safe place. Nobody's been asked to Mm. produce degrees and produce all these things. So what you have now... It's a flood of people who consider themselves in the know just because they look a certain way and they can be representative. However, the reason they've even been given that chance is because there's a lack of representation across the board. So because one's been allowed through, the big guys are like, oh, okay, we've got one. They can't cry about um, Mm. diversity anymore. So let's let this one talk for all of them. And that person's happy because they've got a non non-credible like academic based thing that they can do now and get paid for it's, so it's, it's a real dichotomy because you know on on one hand you want res- representation from you know all people in all communities yeah. but then 
you know, who is who is qualified to speak about exactly. certain topics, you know, obviously yes. because we live in a society where academia, um, you know, trumps, you know, your average person's thoughts or, mm. you know, views or whatever. Um, I mean, ironically, what makes all of us on this podcast yeah. qualified to speak about this, you yeah. know? We are we are the general public, you know. Yeah. We are creatives. We mm. you know journalists, lived experiences. Lived experiences. You know, does that make us qualified to speak on you know activists? Well, subjects I guess it's or... <laughs> what what makes an activist? You know, it's a term like yeah, what is very an activist? True. You know, like if you were to actually yeah. Google like what is an activist? You know, what mm. makes someone an activist? Yeah, I, I genuinely don't. It's know. just to me, it's put. I would class myself in some ways as as an activist, mm. um, a social kind of social justice activist in that I will get involved if there's stuff going on I will get involved with what's going on especially in my community where I live in Croydon we you know we, it's a lovely place but we do have some problems there um, and and I take an interest in what's happening mm. um, I'm part of the black and minority ethnic background so um, I'm involved in uh, the local organization there we've done lots of things you know getting different people from the community to talk about topics and things like that it's I think it's just getting involved you don't have to be you don't have to have necessarily qualifications and I don't think anyone's expecting you to I think the key is like we were just saying now what makes us qualified I think we're qualified to talk about it because we're just members of the public with lived experience as you said I'm not I'm not trying to put myself where it's gone wrong I'm not trying to put myself out there as somebody who understands all the science and statistics about this, yeah. that, and the other. I've, I would, if I'm quoting statistics, I'm going to be quoting statistics from an organisation, a reputable that I find to be a reputable yeah. organisation. Yeah. I can only talk about what I know about. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, and I find this, no offence, um, mm-hmm. with the the, young, the younger <laughs> generations, that sometimes. Because I don't know if it's a lack of attention span or I don't know what it is, but they they want something condensed for them. Yeah, so they yeah, want someone like me who claims to be an expert on something. Yeah. And I'll do a two minute video on YouTube yeah. telling you why we need to, you know, we need to hate this. And they're not mm. giving us our rights and mm. they're not doing da 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 da. And mm. you're sitting there listening to it, absorbing it all, getting yeah. all fired up. Getting all woke. <laughs> angry. Yeah. Oh, anti-establishment. And then sometimes, you know, you're not stepping back and realising that that person has an agenda. Mm. And, yeah, you can, I think, you know. especially when it's celebrities, I think, you know, yeah. when they say, no, I'm, gonna, I'm using my platform to kind of speak about this, I'm like, but are you really? And also yeah. what kind of gives you the right really I, I, I talked about modelling before there's a lot of I mentioned her name Jamelia Jamil like, Jamila, oh, Jamil, yeah. Jamil, yeah. Jamila Jamil she yep. <laughs> is a model and she talks a lot about kind of body image and I just I, I struggle with it yeah. you know you're a model you're very slim you talk about body image you, you slam others that kind of propose anything that's you know around kind of slimming and stuff and I just I don't know does it feel as authentic then? It does. I, I, I would struggle. it feel more authentic to you if it was a model, a plus size model that was talking about it? Yeah, actually, I would. Really? I mean, okay. the That's body positivity movement was started by a black, like fat woman. Um, uh, th- uh, that that's the main problem that I've had with Jamila Jamil in the past is that she's used the body positivity movement as a movement for all Made. types of bodies. You know, right. even and she thought that she could use her platform as a thin, pretty privileged you know, light-skinned woman um, to provide a platform, you know, for that. But my problem was that, you know, she she was using her platform, yes, that's great, to speak on, you know, feminist issues. But, uh, you know, are we not allowed to... Can we not sign post? If you're not qualified to speak on certain 
topics, you know, because you don't inhibit the kind of bodies that are um, yes, oppressed by our society. A, that's a good point, yeah. Uh, you know, should activists maybe start signposting, you know, to other... Um, you know, to other activists that are more qualified to speak on this. It goes back to my question of, you know, are we really allowed to... I think qualification for me stems to like, you know, do you... The things you're talking about are the things you've experienced. Yeah. You know, if you are a very slim woman, can you really talk about what it feels to Mm. be plus size? Yes. If you are a very beautiful woman, can you really talk about what it feels to to maybe not fall to maybe fall short of stand of society's kind of standards of beauty, etc. It, yeah, it yeah. just kind of rings a bit hollow yes. when I see supermodels kind of using their platform yeah. to talk about these issues that affect all women. I'm like, but it does it affect you though. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. as well, that is also linked to how they use their platform mm. because she could, within her rights, if she felt like, you know, she has been treated badly because of X, Y, and Z, she could literally just say, I feel this myself, this is happening to me. Mm. But what she's done is opened up, created a whole movement, done she's, this and yeah, done that. She's almost Made and herself literally, the spokesperson, hasn't yeah, she? Sort and of. not credited the and people that started it. It has had a problem. So, like when you know when you say about activists and are they really activists? Yeah. I would class an activist as somebody who gets hands on involved, yeah. like you said, yeah. not somebody with a big following. I don't no. class you. No. You are an yeah. influencer no. just by default because yeah. you yeah. have an influence. That's it. But yeah. I wouldn't yeah. say you're an activist. That's yeah. a massive point. There, it's not about the followers or whatever. You know, I don't do the stuff I do in my local community because I want followers. I haven't got loads of followers. No, yeah. I do it because I care. Yeah. Mm. And it worries me to see the youngsters, you know, going astray or, or whatever's happening. And you do stuff because it means something to you and mm. you want to try and hope that you make a difference in some way. Yeah. So. I'm just going to chime in. Hi, it's Priscilla. Hey, hey Priscilla. Um, I just, I'm just going to chime in because I think the the issue that I've personally seen, and I mean, I need one back and forth about this, <laughs> is... Um, a lot of people, when they start their platforms, you start talking about something positive that you, means a lot to you. The issue that I that I find is when passion crosses over with profitability, oh, and I think that's when head. things then lose authenticity. Exactly, it's like I develop a following, and then Darth reach out to me and say, "Oh, we want you to be part of a campaign mm, that's going to yeah. highlight I don't know body confidence issues," and then and then to me, we have a, a little tussle as to. Mm. passion meets I need to pay my bills which is like okay which is fair and I don't know I'm I'm at a stage now where I'm like I don't know whether I feel the two work hand in hand I see activism as activity that's literally how I see it I'm an activist because I actively do this I've always said like when I first started Women of Power it's never for me and I stand on this, it's never ever been about, oh, how much money can I make exactly. from this? How much money? I've lost money. It's not yeah. ever been a, yeah. you know, I've put my money into it. It's not been a, a process of two years of, oh my gosh, this brand reached out, here I am rolling in it. No, that's no, not the case. That's and not what you're anyone that's for. spoken or un- has heard about the story will understand that it comes from a real, real place for me. And then there's times where I have to check myself because sometimes you have to take yourself back to why. Yes, mm. why you started to, this in to, the first to, place. It, it's yeah. easy to, because yeah, you have to. Yeah. After a while, it does become a bit business-like. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have to put the events up. I have to do the flies. I have to get that sort of... And that, that stuff's not passion-led. That mm. stuff is more, you know, Advertical event management. And, that's yes. that's yeah. what yeah. I'm doing there, you know, producing an event and work. And that's fair because that is an attribution to my skills or whatever. But yeah. at what point do you... 
all these activists that we've got online, you're releasing books and telling people how to live their life. Yeah. When I don't really know what makes you feel like you can tell me tell I me need to I categorically live. hate something. Yeah. My issue is how final a lot of things that yeah. people say online is. It's yes. like, if Very you don't binary. do this and everyone frowns on you, mm. then if I ask a question as to like, I don't really get that, everyone goes, you don't get it? Oh, and yeah, then they jump like, on you. What makes mm. you feel, just because you've been enlightened on a particular subject doesn't mean everybody else yes. has been. Yeah. If you frown on somebody that asks questions about race, gender, or whatever then mm. to me you're just excited about the role that you've um, managed to acquire as yeah. opposed to actually being willing to sit people down and go okay so I'm a black woman and sometimes I wear wigs this is my actual hair this is why my hair is like this so if you want to talk to me and ask me questions am I willing to sit down and actually explain Have a or am I happy about moaning about being black yeah. because sometimes moaning also has money linked to it there's yeah. a lot of people that can moan then yeah. have the platforms yeah, yeah. Yeah. sorry I just forgot to no, no I love that actually can I just drop on on that point Girl as well um, what Priscilla was saying there so that's another thing that, that I really struggle with it's the Priscilla made an excellent point there about people are asking genuine questions. Mm. Now we live in a time where you know things have evolved and they have changed. Even in my lifetime, as a woman in her mid thirties, I've seen things change. Now, obviously, um, with things like gender, um, sexuality, you know, yeah. it, it's more in the mainstream now. I, yeah. I, if you'd asked me ten years ago what a transgender person was, I wouldn't have a clue. No, yeah. I, you know, understanding about pronouns and things like that. It's it's all a learning curve. And if you're talking about, if you look at a lot of articles or videos or things like that online where people are talking about, um, talking about these topics, and again, somebody might just chime in and say, but why do we, why do we need to call that? Does it matter if, you know, if we slip up and we use the wrong pronoun or if we misgender somebody or if we do this or we yeah. do that? And then people, it feels as though people are like a pack of wolves. They mm. jump on that yeah. person. And what really upsets me, I ha- and I hate it from both sides, I, I, from the left and the right, is that they don't want to engage in a, co- in a proper conversation with anybody mm. that has a different view or questions anything. But yeah. these are the same people that will stand on a platform or will post up on social media and they'll criticise religion and religious people for following a doctrine and for being told what to believe and what to... How is that any different yeah. from what you are doing? Why can I not be a liberal person who is open and loves and embraces everybody yeah. but still have some core conservative values? It, because I do. It's very... And I'm not going to be ashamed about that. So, but... but so, the woke police, yeah. for, for want of a better term, can make you feel bad for things like that. And that's what I don't like about the social media movement. Yeah. I think it's very binary. It's very much like you're either this or you're yes. either that. And not to, mention, not to mention the B word, but it happens a lot of Brexit as well. It's like, if you think this... <laughs> <laughs> then you must be this way. And mm. if you think, you know, and there's there's real vilification that happens when you think a different way, mm. yeah. you know, to the status quo. And it's and it is there is an irony there, and there is a hypocrisy when it's like Massively. you know where these kind of liberal, free thinking, but then you like you say a pack of wolves on anyone yeah. who thinks differently or it's may have a seemingly conservative <laughs> point of view. <laughs> You know, suddenly you're just this, like, drop the dike under a bridge, you know. I think it really dips into um, cancel culture. Oh, I was about to say that. Yes. Thank you. You know, if we are woke... Um, and and then we see someone who does something not right, mm. you know, are we are we justified in cancelling them? To what extent can we cancel someone, cancel their career, if they have such a platform but they've said something so wrong? 
for me personally, I'm not going to cancel Jamila Jamil, even though I feel like she does produce a kind of like diluted feminism. And whenever she says something wrong, she's like, oh, I'm going to, oh, I've learned, I'm, I'm a feminist in progress, you know. Yeah. Um, but it goes back to the point of like, well, if we're not, if you're not qualified to talk about these things, then how can you speak on these things um you know but we can't cancel someone mm. just for saying something no. wrong but i mean you've got to, to look at the extent, context i you, think yeah if you are woke enough to know <laughs> that like we've just said social media activists and these social media follower people mm. are like we've just said as well not misinformed but aren't informed mm. about whatever they're speaking about the onus is sort of on us. Mm-hmm. Right? You can't really yes. be absorbing that, ha- putting your life in soul, hoping, yeah. mm-hmm. exactly, taking it as gospel, yeah. mm-hmm. expecting to gain enlightenment or whatever you can from it, and then be disappointed when this person sips up. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, if you do that, then you avoid the whole cancel culture because you never even jumped on mm-hmm. to then have to cancel them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've got a question for you. Do you... This is probably a rhetorical question, um, but... Uh, do you think that social media is kind of like a bubble for activists? You know, can can they really affect like you know real change? Can or, or is it just an echo chamber with, you know, them shouting um, and whoever wins is the one who's I shouting the loudest? It depends. Their fans, their fans just sort of egg them on. Can they really provide like a, a nuanced argument in I think in you know their Insta story? Well, uh, Instagram, no. (laughs) You'll know how I feel about Instagram. (laughs) Sorry, I don't don't particularly like Instagram either. But on Facebook or or, or something like that. Facebook's worse. Oh, no, Facebook's (laughs) right. Facebook, I think they can in the sense of, um, you know, if you've got an activist there who's trying to organise a rally or organise change or they're they're saying, right, you know, we're going to meet here, we're going to do this, we're doing this charity run, we're doing this uh, food cycle or whatever. We're, We're actually doing something physical. I think when they talk about politics and things like that, it is a bit of a bubble. It is just who screams the loudest, and 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 it's we're socially conditioned through the algorithms to to gravitate towards what we want to hear. So yeah, yeah it does become a little. A little I bubble. think yeah. that the power of social media can be used just as effectively for negative and positive. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah, they can make a real difference, but they just choose not to yeah. because mm-hmm. they are ill informed. Mm-hmm. Like the people I know. Like, I, I don't have a massive following on Instagram, but I have a decent following so that if I did need something or want something or want to put something out there, mm. I know that there are definitely people that will listen and can support or do whatever I'm asking necessary-wise, mm. action-wise. And that could, that's always from a good place and it's, you know, beneficial things. So I know that it can work, yeah. but it's upsetting that the people that can really, they have these big followings, they don't use them to the expect like the effect that they should yeah. they really really use it in the wrong way and they do into stories about makeup and about body stuff and all that instead of speaking about the issues or yeah. not even speaking but like you said arranging bigger things yeah. for people that will listen and yeah. do and then they they themselves actually attend and they themselves actually go through it yeah that's the, that's the i difference. think that's the minority though yeah. Maybe, yeah. You know, yeah. I feel like most activists on social media out there. are just I mean, not like that at all. I know people don't like the F word, but I'm going to say it. Facts matter. They really do. They do. There's it's so many things <laughs> that you see on, on, on social media vid- videos, even on podcasts and stuff. And that's fine. We Now we're here, we're talking, these are our opinions. And mm. it's very clear to our listeners yeah. that these are our opinions. It's not cast in stone. But when you're talking about... Um, serious social issues, social justice issues or politics or anything like that, quoting the B word, 
that's where, how a lot of us have ended up into the mess that the country's in the mess that it is now because a lot of untruths and things were said that were, you know, that shouldn't have been said. Yeah. I think it's really important to put the facts out there and let people use their own minds and their own, you know, thing to come to their own conclusions about what they believe in their perception of the facts and they can then make an informed choice. Mm -hmm. If all I'm giving you via social media is my opinion dressed up and put a bow on it and I'm telling you that it's it's factual essentially you're buying into that I just don't feel it's right but then, isn't that to... on the onus of the person who is consuming that content yes, but yeah. it's not on yeah, yes. it is on it obviously people who are putting out content have a responsibility yes. to put out mm. stuff that is true but, Abby, and... in the nicest possible way god <laughs> forgive me and I don't mean to this in a horrible way but Go on. we're not all not all quite top savvy. Not mm. everyone that's, is smart enough. And and are you sorry. trying to say everyone is dumb? Okay, some people are dumb asses, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right? Let's yeah. keep it real here. People and are they stupid, will believe, okay? <laughs> they're, But they're ignorant and they're willing to be but ignorant if it they... suits their worldview. Mm. Yeah. So that's why there are people like us who will look back and go, that Daily Fail headline looks a bit suspect. Yeah, yeah. And we'll question it. But there are other people that will walk in and go, oh my God, enemies of the state? outrageous yeah. you know and they will suck it all up mm. and this is so why i feel like social media responsibility yeah. in what you're putting out like social media activists do have like such a giant responsibility on their yes. hands you know to put yes. out whatever they you know they can put out whatever they want but you know you have to understand that the people consuming it aren't going to be fully informed no you some know. won't check it some won't back but check don't it. people have a responsibility to have a bit of kind of self-awareness and a bit of nous to kind of... No, but this is what we're saying. Everyone is dumb. I'm saying that some people are... Well, a lot of people don't. But then, to what extent do you always just take responsibility for the fact that others can't? Yeah. You know? Exactly. Well, it's not even that. I think it's just on yourself. For me, I mean, as someone who loves, lives and breeds current affairs and politics in my life, if I'm... I know, saddo, must get out more. But... If I'm putting a video out and I'm talking about something that's going on in the country, yeah. I want it to be as factual as possible, just mm. off my own back. Mm. You I, don't want I, to be quoted. I don't want to something. then. I don't want to feel like a fool if um, my idol James O'Brien or somebody else comes back to me <laughs> and says, "Hang on a minute, that's not true." Yeah. Or you know, you phone into a ra- the amount of times I listen to talk radio constantly, LBC, and people call in and they're big bravado. Yes, it's such yeah. and such, and it goes actually that's wrong. No, you understand that that's not, oh, oh, oh. And they just feel like a fool on that. I just think, so for that, just from a vanity project, you don't want everyone coming back to you telling you that you're talking garbage. The thing is, for me, I, in <laughs> essence, I take a lot of things with a pinch of salt. I'll read Thank something you. and I'll yeah. get the essence of it. I don't necessarily right. need the facts. I'll get the mm. essence of what's been said. And I think, okay, how do I sit with this? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that everyone thinks that way, but I do believe people have a responsibility. So not just like, oh my God, it says this, so that must be true. Like, mm. And if, if they can't yeah, have that responsibility, I don't believe it's the responsibility of others okay. to kind of carry them, okay. you know? Like, coming, from, coming from someone who writes news. Fake <laughs> um, news, not fake news. Excuse me. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> you know, the people who write news, we, we, base, we base our lives off... Yeah off facts you know um so what we do behind the scenes we do everything we can to produce content that is as you know not as true as possible 100 percent true we wouldn't publish it if it's not obviously that's just the magazine that i work so for, ethical I think, yeah that was a joke not obviously, intended at yeah, your place there, but there sadly are, there are there places that e- do ethics, put stuff ethics out. are obviously yeah. you know another thing um but you know 
so then whatever whatever we publish, you know, we know it is true. So then whoever consumes that and reads that should know that there, there has been source. yeah there have there, there has been responsible journalism that has gone into that and they could check to back assure, to see where yeah, you got it from yeah, and you yeah, wouldn't yeah. feel uncomfortable with them checking your sources or anything uh, like that absolutely absolutely um, I so wish more I wish more places could be like that but I'm sorry I'm yeah, going to go chime in again again I think there's been a crossover though when it comes to credibility and I think that's the problem we yeah. come from a generation where credibility got you qualified qualified to talk on something yes. but now you can log onto your phone do a video and if a hundred thousand people agree with me yeah. then that's yeah. automatically deemed credible so yeah. we've completely cut out yes. the process of like acquiring credibility and then saying I'm qualified to then speak on that subject yeah. enough for people to then um say that yeah, yeah that's worthy yeah, yeah. so the, the issue that we've got here because I, I agree with you Josephine I'm the kind of person that it doesn't matter if everybody in this room agrees with something if I don't believe it then I'm just like I don't believe mm. that but we've got a generation of people growing up with social media being an actual the same way we watch television or news or read newspapers or whatever it's the same way that every single day they go on their phones or whatever Chadira says or whatever Monroe says or whatever the latest mm. social media activist says is gospel because yeah. they don't yeah. understand the process of credibility yeah. so then we've got a group of group of kids or young people saying I want to be a YouTuber I want to be this because these are actual goals because people are making millions millions out mm. of yeah. this platform yeah. so whether it's, it's rubbish or not I think or the not. first thing people need to realise is social media is actually an actual outlet mm. and I already said it's going to die out personally my prediction is within the next five years people won't you won't be able to rely on that solely because brands as well are starting to realise that following doesn't mean um, mm-hmm. engagement mm-hmm. people are starting to you know there was that girl with a million followers that couldn't sell 25 t-shirts yeah, or something yeah. like that yeah. Yeah. so it just shows it's, the mass, it's not adding up anymore mm. because at the end of the day you could be a very aesthetically beautiful woman and your following is 85% 45 to 55 year old old men who mm. love to curve over your bum pictures mm. so if I'm selling you straighteners <laughs> I've only got yeah. 15 or 15% of the people on there are female it's, yeah. it's like then I have to now narrow that down mm. like what does influence actually mean and this is mm. why influence culture will have to die yeah. yes. and we will have to revert back to credibility because that's actual that's factual yeah. we can measure it brilliant yeah. word there credibility and that's and that's why I, that's why I said before that up. social media activists <laughs> are dangerous yeah you know um, so my next question would be before we have to wrap up is you know how how can we adequately like critique a social media activist you know without coming for them personally but, so when i critique jamila jamila it's not because she is it's not because i don't like her mm. and it's not because i don't like her brand of feminism there are things that she you know does that i respect you know but how can we how can we how can we critically analyze what they're doing and suggest better options for them um you know without coming for them personally i think that especially among women, I'm just going to say women mm-hmm. in general, there's such competitiveness and there's such um, a culture of I there's only room for me here. And obviously then you've got to take in race, background, all these attributing factors that make a woman feel like, oh, I really, there's just literally room for me. Mm-hmm. That forces you to be competitive with your counterparties. Mm-hmm. Then you know you're not qualified to do something. You know you don't know best about this, but your mate over there does. Mm. But you won't call your friend to come in and help and give you the information or even take the stage herself because you're worried then you will die out and you won't be flavour of the month. So I think the only way that we can 
move past this is by encouraging, especially women, everyone who, f- who feels that they have this kind of um, status or activist level, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, to outreach to the people that actually do know. Yeah. And don't be scared of the fact that you might die out because mm-hmm. if you are true to your authenticity or values or whatever, you shouldn't die out that easy. And if you do, then you know sort of, and that might be the issue, they probably do know that all they're really there for yeah, is because they're pretty down. or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Then, substance. but then you'll even be, you might gain some likes or happiness or whatever because you brought someone in. So exactly. it's not, a, it's, it's a win-win for you, but you just got to be willing enough to think that way and less mm-hmm. individualistic. Individualism is just killing everyone I mm. think anyway mm. I, I mean I I don't really know how to I was thinking about that question and I, and I guess for <laughs> me like sometimes I want to see more of like the efficacy of the activism I think of you know back to Jimmy and Jamil you know body image it's still something that's it's it's happening so slowly like incrementally if even that you know the, there isn't representation of all sizes of women still Mm -hmm. and until I can see that this activism is actually making a change in that then I'm just until then I'm going to be like I don't really know I don't really see the worth of what you're saying because yeah. in the model industry, I think a few years ago there was this massive thing about size zero. It's like, oh my God, that's like oh, awful. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, okay, yeah, let's so we got rid of size zero, so let's have size two. And it's like, you're, you're still not yeah, getting the now. spectrum. Like, <laughs> I'm talking about size two, 16s, 14s, 20s, 30s, whatever, the whole spectrum, that's yeah, yeah, proper yeah. body representation. That yeah. still isn't there. And I think if there's activism, but there's not actually any change in the powers that be, it's all very well kind of calling out individuals, or oh, well, you mm. used this slimming tea, or you did that, whatever. But yeah. how about calling out brands that still aren't using, yeah. still aren't using the representation of women, yeah, yeah. or programs that still only show a very small percentage of, of, of female representation? When I see change there, mm. that's when I'll be sold on the yeah. Do you think? Do you think individualistic activism then is is more problematic? I think it, it. I think it can be yeah. if it's not done right. Um, just in response to what you were asking before um, about, obviously, um, if people are saying calling people out without being personal. So I've done this a few times on posts where I've seen things, and I might know that it's not necessarily factually correct or whatever. And I will just comment on there and just say, "Oh, you know, good video, whatever." However. So, you know, and, and list out basically where I think they've gone wrong there mm, mm. and just literally try to get a conversation going. Yeah. Sometimes it's positive and people respond positively. A few times I've been insulted by people. Yeah. And that is a shame because unfortunately, I don't know if it's a, a shame that they feel embarrassed if you call them out and you've corrected them on something. So the hmm. default position is to be Defensive. rude and like literally comment on your appearance and, and anything they can do yeah. to try to hurt you so I think that's quite nasty but I do think that it is important to to, to call things out and especially if well like you're saying there um, Josephine if, if if you're not seeing real change it's not really making much of a difference and also if you know to yourself that they're saying something that isn't really right so yeah just call it out when you see it brilliant i think we've had a really interesting conversation there yeah i've loved this shall we shall we try and sum up summarize what what were the key points what were the key points that everyone's taken away from the episode today activists aren't gospel yes if you are going to be lazy and rely on one person or, or group of spokespeople please try and make sure that they are as credible as possible mm-hmm. and Followers don't equate to credibility. Mm. Don't think because they've got all these followers, 
that that means that they know what they're talking about. And also look at your sources. If you're going to a model to speak on, who's speaking on politics, it's more likely that the person next to her who hasn't got those followers, but is actually someone who works for a news company, may be a bit more informed than her. Yeah. Bear yeah. that in mind. Yeah. I think for me the key thing is responsibility. Take responsibility for what you're saying, uh, but also take responsibility for what you're hearing and what you're absorbing mm-hmm. and what you're believing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, just going to come back to it again, the F word, factual. Please, yeah. facts matter. They do influence people whether we like it or not. So try yeah. to be as authentic and um, as transparent as you possibly can. You can get your message through to people by just being honest and giving yeah. them the truth. Yeah. Um, and I would say with respect to the, the woke police, um, you know, take consideration from where you are consuming your content from. Yeah. Um, you know, how can we how can we possibly grow and expect other people to grow, you know, um, if we don't take into account both sides, both sides of the argument, um, you know, everything like that. I think it's just, yeah, it's just annoying. Um, anyway, I think we should wrap it up there. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, no, that's great. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Um, if you want to continue this conversation, you can follow us on our socials at Women of Power UK. Um, and hopefully we'll see you on the next episode. And thank you to Maya as well for joining us on this yes. episode. Thank, thank you, Maya. Maya. Welcome. Nice to have you. Thank you. <laughs> um, and we'll catch you next time. Thank Take you. Take care. Have Bye. a good one. Bye. Bye.